Welcome back. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, chicks. Uh, we're so glad that you could join us for another episode. We can't wait to discuss a new musical with you. Going along with the theme that we've been having this week, which is Andrew Lloyd Webber. The one and only. So we've spoken about Phantom, which is probably the greatest hit of his. I would agree. Let's now talk about maybe... The worst? The worst. I'll just yeah. say it. I was going to say a hit, but in a different way. In a, in a different way. Like uh, a hit over the head. But yeah. it's definitely the newest musical of his. Yes, and I will I will give him the fact that it's like an original musical. I mean, you got to give it there because there's a lot of sort of shows that are revivals yeah. or like based off of movies. So he tried something. It didn't work, but nope, it certainly did not. But we'll certainly get into <laughs> that. But how was your week? I need to ask. Any new developments? I got a haircut. There we go. It looks stunning as um, always. I'm happy with my hair, and that's, that's yeah, kind of, yeah. Those are my updates for the week. So oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm you? gonna tell you an update. Yeah, <clears throat> it's in the world of movies. Oh, okay. To do with none other than Wicked mm-hmm. and Beetlejuice, as some of you may or may not be aware of, mm-hmm. they're currently in production of Wicked, the movie part one. Yes. Which I have... Uh, it does not need to be two parts. No, I'm just going to... No, no. It's a money grab. As much as I love Wicked, and I'm very excited for the movie, it did not need to be two parts. No, it did not. But, you know, maybe they'll surprise us. I'm still going in with an open mind. I'm excited for it. I mean, they've sort of, like, leaked, you know, in yes. of the set. which I That's think what I was going to talk about. Kind of did, but... Yeah. It looks good. I mean, I like the, how the sets look. I think they look elaborate. I think they look very similar to the sets from The Wizard of Oz, yeah. which are Julie Garland, mm-hmm. which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I think they are incredible sets. Mm-hmm. However, the costumes are a little bit... Uh, from what we've seen, so as of right now, the only like yeah. sort of images of costumes we've seen are for Glenda and then um, Morrible. Like we've seen those two. Yes, and we've seen a silhouette for Alpha Bar. Yeah, but not the full costume. But not right? the full yeah, not costume. The full effect. If they make Alpha Bar blue, I'm going to have an issue. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we've seen uh, Glinda, what mm-hmm. she looks like. Mm-hmm. She's not in a blue dress. No, she's not. Which is surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, that's kind of the style of her dress in the, in the musical is like, it's pretty a statement dress of like blue. Like she kind of always wears white or blue. Yes, but I think it's good that they are bringing some elements from The Wizard of Oz back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the only elements that the stage show has that are remotely related to The Wizard of Oz the movie mm-hmm. are the main characters. Yes. And like even, and we say remotely because it's like you see a very different side of them than you do Wizard of Oz. So it's like you're yeah. taking the names and the sort of look, but they're, I think, very, I'd say very different characters. Yes, I agree. And mm-hmm. I think it's also very fitting that we're talking about this yeah. because, but with Bad Cinderella, mm-hmm. I think Andrew Lloyd Webber just took the character and the look a little bit and it's a completely and it's something. different show, something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that was very unexpected, but definitely something that was not good at not all. It's not working. The marketing for Bad Cinderella? Interesting. Interesting. But in the name, like Bad Cinderella, mm-hmm. I feel like Andrew Lloyd Webber was warning us. Like, yes. <laughs> It's bad. I wish, I wish, I wish I could give him credit for doing that. Because if he was like intentionally trying to make something bad. You did your job. I feel like they're trying to make it as like, oh, I'm bad. You know, I'm different. I'm sassy. uh, No. 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 
no. Back to Wicked. Yes. I'm very excited that they did, quote, unquote, leak some. Production totally <laughs> leaked that. And I have, I'm not mad at it because it's no. making me more excited. But let's be honest. Like, who has those kind of shots close up? Right. Who's just being on set? It can zoom in Teriana Grande is Glenda. Yeah. Also, this movie isn't coming out until next year, yeah. Thanksgiving. So there's they've got to give us something. And it's not the full production, which we're used to. Mm-hmm. It's just part one. So part two isn't coming out until 2025, I believe. Yeah, it's going to be a while. We'll be oh. here to review it for sure. We're definitely going to see it. Oh, we of course. See it. Of course we're going to see it. So. But it's like waiting for the Avatar movies. Oh my god! It took ten years for them to bring out the second one. <laughs> don't even speak that into existence. We do not need Wicked Part Two to come out in twenty thirty three. We don't need that. Don't no. Do that. Could you imagine oh if they god. did that ten years on? Jesus. This is- okay, how will we look being like in our thirties, just like send them a Wicked? I mean, it's up for all ages, I guess. We'd still do it. But yeah, we'd still do it. We'd still see it. Yeah. Except I'd look in the mirror that morning and be like, "This is as good as it's gonna get." <laughs> Thank you, Anne Hathaway from Princess Diaries. (laughs) Mia Thermopolis. It's interesting that they've finally started releasing footage, pictures, because we have been hearing about this for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they only announced Glinda and Alphabo's character, like who they were played by over a year ago it's been a long time like i I remember when they were announcing like jonathan bailey as like fiero and i was like oh wow and it was like right it was right after like the bridgerton yes so that was yeah that was a year ago more than a year ago yes i'm just glad that he still has time for bridgerton yes we need you in bridgerton i definitely agree with that but But can i also just say like great casting i don't know if they casted him before you kind of saw who he truly was on Bridgerton, but like yeah. I would say, like Fiero and Anthony are like the same person, just like at different times. You know what I mean? True. We're like Fiero, they, and they have the same sort of arc. We're like they're they're both kind of jerks. They both kind of think they know they've got the world figured out. Yes, like heartless intentionally, and then someone makes them change their mind. So I feel like it's it's great casting in that way. I agree, but what we also have to remember is that their character is not attached to the person they actually are. Yes. Because Jonathan no, Bailey is great. like gorgeous. He's he's not a jerk. I, I'm sure he's not a jerk. I'm sure he's a lovely human being. But he, he plays a jerk well. Let me add on to that. He plays a jerk that becomes a good person well. Yes. Like a lovable jerk, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree with that. Now, my second movies, I'm so excited for this because beginning of this year, Beetlejuice mm-hmm. closed mm-hmm. on yes. Broadway, which everyone thought was ridiculous, you know, turning this movie into a musical to begin with, and it but became it a hit. It worked. It worked. I loved Beetlejuice. Yeah. And now it's on tour. So if you didn't get the opportunity to see it on Broadway, you can now see it on tour definitely check it out it's hilarious it's hilarious the songs are great too like i think i i thought the singing was good too i mean i I enjoyed it and it's a great spectacle like the set design it's great yeah it's something very different if you're someone that's just getting into musicals or someone who just absolutely can't stand musicals and i know if there's any guys watching being like what musical should i take my girlfriend to that i can withstand Beetlejuice is one that I think you'll be able to last through. But they just green-lighted Beetlejuice 2 Mm -hmm. with Tim Burton as the director. And Jenna Ortega is currently connected to the the project. Yeah, Yeah, 
which I think is a good choice of casting. Yeah, it's in line with what she's doing now. Yeah, I agree. I think we're definitely starting to typecast her. Mm-hmm. But I think she likes that. I think so. I mean, I think it's like sort of a, a shift to something a little bit darker. She can be a little more, I, I would, I don't want to say dramatic, but a little, there's a heaviness to it. Yeah. Um, which I think she plays well. So. Yeah, I agree. Those are my two pieces of news yes, this week. Great news. It's better than the weather, but I'm excited to actually get into Bad Cinderella. Yes. Because everyone has been talking about this show. Everyone has been giving their opinion about this show. Yes. Everyone has sort of watched this show grow. It was originally on the West End Mm. and then it closed down and then it transitioned to Broadway. Mm. Again, it was a completely different show. The marketing was different. I'm actually excited to get into it. I am too. I mean, like you said, so many people have been talking about it. I wanted to see to see what the heck all this is about because I've never gone into a show expecting it to be bad, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah. It delivered. <laughs> well, I guess it's in the day. Should we get into it? <laughs> yeah. Bad Cinderella. Yes. And so it begins. Oh, no. Should we actually start off with what this traditional Cinderella story is? Yes. I mean, I, I, I would argue you'd have to be living under a rock to not know it, but I think it's a good just like roundup of like what it usually is and what this was. Yeah. Um, Let's compare. Yeah. So in the normal Cinderella story, um, it's a girl, young girl who is living with her evil stepmother and her stepsisters after her father has passed. And then they don't treat her very well, but she just desperately wants to be loved, have a family. The prince and the sort of queen and king announced that, you know, the prince needs a wife. We're going to have a ball. We're inviting every eligible maiden in the land to come um, and dance with the prince. And then at midnight or they're going to decide who's going to be the wife. Right. He's decides that. I feel like that would be great in real life. (laughs) Imagine. Like that would be great to find my husband. Just turn up to a Yeah, turn up to this party and he's going to find you. Yeah. I'd be like, done. Done deal. I'm sick of trying to date around like (laughs) let's go to a ball there's a hot guy there i feel like it's a short version of the bachelor (laughs) that's what the bachelor got his idea from is cinderella for sure there we go but this time make sure that the eligible bachelor is not douchey psychopath psychopath mostly unintelligent yeah gaslighter let's make make sure that he has a real (laughs) let's make sure he has a real job And he doesn't screw up on Fantasy Suites Week. Like, there's none of that. Yeah. You just dance. And if you're a terrible dancer, you move on. Yeah. If you're into it. Like, this is how I need to find my husband. (laughs) This is. This is how it's done. Wait, why is this not a reality TV show? I mean, I know we saw Bachelor, but I feel like just like your Cinderella story. It's like, why is that not a thing? That's what we should do. Coming up next. Next project. Next week. Next project. <laughs> we will accomplish that. If we could get the the filming rights. Yeah, the filming rights. So Cinderella. So we went through the story. If you're still unsure of what it is, you can go watch Walt Disney Cinderella. Yes. And pretty much every other princess just, story. Yeah. It's all based off Cinderella. Cinderella's the OG. Yeah, she's exactly. The they did a live action of Cinderella. Yes, they did. And it's usually, you know, it would have been nice to see it as a musical, but they did like proper live proper, action proper. with like no music. And then they did have, they, well, they did have the Cinderella musical on oh. Amazon. Oh, with, yes. Yeah. With an Ed Sheeran song. Like, I think it was a little bit of a jukebox musical. It was a jukebox. So it was. 
interesting. You know, usually jukebox musicals makes me like those mu- like those songs more. Yeah. This one made me not like those songs anymore. That's what they should have called Bad Cinderella. <laughs> and brought it to the music, brought it to Broadway. <laughs> no, they do. Yeah, that's Webber, there's, your, there's your music. There's another jukebox. At least I could sing along to the songs. God, Jesus. But no, I don't don't ruin more songs. Come on now. Again, yeah, but this these anyway, we're getting uh, too we're far into, into sorry. it. Um, we're getting too far into it. Yeah, you can watch those. But let's get into this bad Cinderella. Um yes. yeah. So Do you want to explain the story? Yeah. Essentially it kind of opens up and you're kind of introduced to this this land in which you know, being beautiful is the duty of every person. Like, literally, it's kind of alluded to that the queen demands nothing less, but just being beautiful. Yeah. So you just, you see it opening, and it's, like, talking about all these people, like, the baker and the girls in the town, and they just do everything to make themselves beautiful. Except for Cinderella, who's, you know, sort of rebel, in a way. She's denied, and she's rejected all of these beauty standards. But she's different, and it turns out that Prince Charming is, like, disappeared. So now his little brother, who's, like, the less handsome, kind of puny um, brother, is going to be Not as there. attractive. Although, I would argue, he was pretty attractive still. He has to take the throne, and it's still, again, the same story where it's like, all right, there's a ball, we gotta find a, a girl. They've already, but this Cinderella and this prince already know each other, kind of like friends, buddies, and he has to pick a bride. And then bad Cinderella is kind of going through this process of like, I'm rejecting these these beauty standards, but I also love him. So kind of doing that. Yeah. I just, but she also vandalizes I mean, yeah, that's how it starts. Like once you're introduced to this like town where everyone's beautiful, the the queen shows up and it's like announced that, you know, Prince Charming has been missing for a year. And we've had, we've created this grand sort of statue of him and everyone's super excited. And then it's unveiled and there's like a burlap sack over it, which is just, what did it say? Like beauty is, I don't know. I don't even remember because it was, it was, it was so lame. So I'm sorry. It was lame. Like for someone who's supposed to be a rebel, it's like you, you threw a burlap sack over it. Like that can be removed. In a sec, who cares? Is like beauty sucks yeah. or something? Like who cares? Okay, fine, bye. Like I'll just r- unveil again. There you go. But the whole town is upset. You're getting about very it. passionate about this. Aren't I just you? feel like I want. I <laughs> I am a firm believer in like I will like something if it fully delivers. I agree. If you I agree. fully deliver on your stupidity, <laughs> I love it because it's like you know what you are and you're not afraid of it. If you fully yeah. deliver on being elegant, I love it. But this did not fully deliver in any capacity at all, which is just so unfortunate no. and so confusing. I just can it make can a book make sense? Is that too much to ask now? A I, book to make sense? I think so, because we've seen like at least one other show, yeah, where the book does not make sense. It don't make no sense at all. Which you'll see, you will talk about um, on another show. But this one, it was so just much. like okay, we're in a universe, right? Where like looks matter the most. You know, I. It just okay, how is that different from now? Well, how is that different from the original story? I don't know. Like, I don't get why was it different? I don't get. It's not. It doesn't change anything fundamentally about Cinderella. No, except making Cinderella unlikable. Like, I, which I didn't know you could do that, but he found a way to do it. Yeah, congrats, Andrew. Yeah, Lord there Weber. you go. But uh, it's a, a they. Everyone in the town sees his burlap sack and they know immediately who it is. It's, oh my God, who could be this horrible? And they talk about, you know, bad Cinderella, we got to find her, we got to chase her, literally, like, with torches and pitchforks. Yeah, which is, like, exactly what they did to the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. It was almost like a Gaston sort of environment. And I was like, what? What is going on? And again, it's like, she just did something on a burlap sack. Just take it off. 
Like it's not, it's not that, ooh, like it's, she didn't destroy property. She just like threw something over it. Anyways, they're looking forward and they're talking about how bad Cinderella is. She never wears makeup. She doesn't know how to wear heels. Oh, disgusting. And it's like, I, I, I never wear makeup and I don't know how to wear right. heels. So I guess we're, we're right rejects in this town, which I will accept happily. Let me move. Um, I'd rather do that. I don't want to live here anyways. But Too again, it's just, it, it's so, I understand it's supposed to be shallow. And I get that. I don't think there's anything wrong with like a story having like a shallow premise if you again commit to it. But it kind of was trying to make a, a sort of message, but it was so shallow and it, it was weird. Anyways, you find Bad Cinderella. She's like, yeah, it was me, you know, and I'm different. I don't care. And it's again, she wasn't very likable as a character, which is sad. But then they go, once you meet Cinderella, you then start to learn who her connections are. Yeah. So you find out that she is best friends with Prince Charming's younger brother. Prince Sebastian. Yes. And at this point, Prince Charming is missing in action. Mm -hmm. We don't know where he's gone to. Missing. They don't even say whether he's like gone to the war yeah, or anything Yeah, we don't know like why that. he even left. It's super weird. It's just missing in action yeah. period as someone who is constantly trying to look for answers that was pretty hard for me but anyway <laughs> so they say he's missing in action you meet sebastian continue on with the story obviously the same sort of ideas from the original cinderella story flow into the next section of the book yeah where you go to cinderella's house you meet stepsisters you meet the stepmom yeah all of that after you've seen where she lives what the dynamic is between the family and between the individuals it's sort of all fast tracked the story yeah. very, very very quickly very. and you eventually end up finding out that the queen of and then obviously the mom of prince sebastian wants to secure the line mm -hmm. essentially she's a little scared that you know uh cinderella's stunt is like gonna appease, like make the masses like revolt so she's like okay we got to secure the line and we got to make sure that the masses are happy what makes them more happy but a wedding so <laughs> prince sebastian's got to get married yeah essentially and i got it we got it we got to pause here for that man's man moment oh um, yes <laughs> notable <laughs> So when she Ooh. announces that, you know, Prince Prince Sebastian has to get married, she's also just like kind of reminiscing about how great her son was in an actually kind of creepy way of like how great her son was. Like yeah. talking about stuff that a mom should not be talking about. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was a little bit of Inappropriate. Yeah. A little weird. Um, but anyways, then it kind of goes into this song of like a man's man and what Prince Charming's man's man and sort of all the soldiers that are like in the sort of palace already yeah. that are training are doing this like dance and this this number all of them are jacked jesus christ they certainly get their gym workout in every day i was like wow okay that's a lot they could they have to do like 20 push-ups a night which for everyone they're like some people might be like oh my god that's nothing but for me, I'm like <laughs> 20 push-ups. That's a lot. Yeah. But they're like all singing the song. And he's kind of, the queen is like in the middle of them and like dancing with them and like touching their abs and their biceps and stuff. That part, I must say, was entertaining. Yeah. 
that was entertaining. I was like, okay, this is a little funny. But yeah, then it goes back to the rest of the show. So we announced that there is a ball to be had to secure the line. At this point, like all the women in the in the town who previously didn't like Sebastian because he was like puny and not his brother were like, oh my God, I want to be with him now, which is weird. So superficial. Which is like, but I guess that's the town is supposed to be superficial. Yes. So the town, the way they marketed this adaptation of the original Cinderella story which was shown originally on the west end Mm -hmm. it's meant to be very you know housewives of beverly hills that sort of setup Mm -hmm. and so i could see why they all of a sudden people are wanting to be with sebastian and all of that but it is very superficial and it's definitely a bad example of what people should look for when it comes to finding a partner Mm -hmm. and to show that on stage We all know that it's not accurate, but they make it so lifelike Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that it's, it's, we almost immediately think, oh yeah, they should be with Sebastian. It's, I, I'm just, I was just so confused by them even liking him then, because again, yeah, how is this different from now? How is this a different world where like, okay, now that he's a a prince and can be married, it's like, they either, they either want him point blank period because he's a prince and they can be queen. Or they don't want him because he's ugly. You can't switch it up because the rules of the universe hasn't changed. That's where yeah. I got confused. Where the rule is either in this place, looks are what matters. I don't care your statuses. I want the hottest man and he could be poor. Or I want status. Both of which are not really different from now, but they like it com- conflicts each other. Yeah, I agree. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Let's try to get this plot done because clearly we both have a lot to say. Yes, we do. So like the original Cinderella story, Cinderella hears about it, is not allowed to go to the ball. Mm -hmm. And she then is convinced by the stepmother that she's not pretty. Mm -hmm. She'll never be pretty enough for the prince. She will never get anywhere in life. Mm -hmm. So she somehow turns up and finds this fairy godmother mm-hmm. now this fairy godmother however is almost a villain i would say so it's that's what's really strange they portray her as a villain and it gets quite dark very very quickly it's like literally like like classic surgery is like now the setting it's weird and again it's yeah. like that the whole point of the original like fairy godmother is like she's your fairy godmother because you have an inner beauty you have an inner goodness and you deserve to have that shown on the outside. That It's like the opposite yeah. with this one. Yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit strange. But anyway, so we go along. She then makes over Cinderella. She wants Cinderella of what can happen at the strike of midnight. She has to find love. She also asks for something in exchange for her being made over. And Cinderella gives over her necklace. Now, the reason why she wants to go to this ball is not because she wants to meet the prince because she knows the prince is Sebastian. She wants to go because she wants to save Sebastian from what he could marry. All these women that are like pretending to want him only for his status, including her stepsisters who like they revealed they want him for that reason. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you can kind of, it's clearly like she hasn't said it yet. But it's clear that she loves him. Like, it was clear they'd been flirting this whole time a little bit. It's like a weird little, like, you know, like, teenage banter of, like, I hate you, but I love you. And she wants to save him. Yeah, which is sweet. So she hands over her necklace, which her mother gave to her, and hands it over. She's made over into this 
good ugly dress. But I would actually argue she looks she looked uglier than she, what she did originally. I would agree. It's just the costuming is uh, overall was very weird in this show. Yeah, it was very like bubblegum pink sort of like medieval costumes, which is like can be fun. I don't know if it was pushed quite well enough in the beginning. Then you have Cinderella, who's like she wears pants. She's different. She wears pants and a vest. Yeah, and she has spiky hair. Oh my god. Oh, disgusting. But anyways, but the, the dress that she gets transformed into, she looks like the mother of the bride. And good. And it's nothing against the actress. She just didn't look good. It wasn't even blue. Ball gown doesn't have to be blue. It was gray. It was very weird. It's it shockingly And it just didn't looked terrible. Well. Like, no. I, it just didn't work. I thought costuming had pulled something together at the last minute. It was sad. But anyway. For a big reveal, you want something like... And that was like, oh no. So we still got the <gasps> moment, but in a different way. <laughs> so that is where we finish with act one. Act two picks up when you're at the ball. Mm-hmm. Big surprise there. Mm-hmm. So Sebastian is looking for someone. We obviously know it's Cinderella because he's invited her mm-hmm. to the ball, which we forgot to mention, but he had invited her. Yeah, they're friends. So it was like, oh, please come to yeah. the ball. Like, Stop me from dealing with all these like dodo birds, essentially. Yeah, like, but Cinderella now has this mindset of that she has to be beautiful because she loves the way she looks right now. And she's like, I have to be beautiful and this is how I'm going to get through life. This is what I deserve. This is what I deserve to look like, which is really upsetting because all Sebastian sees is the beauty with it. Yes. And I, and I, I understand that like a sort of common trope is sort of like a miscommunication, meaning like, the woman kind of believes something that's not true about the man yeah. in this case that he wants someone like that. But I just felt like no, no signs were pointing towards her needing to change herself. Yeah. This whole time her and Sebastian like have a camaraderie around the fact that they don't care about any of the superficial stuff. He doesn't care about what these women look like. Like he is friends with Cinderella despite all the being a social pariah because of the way she looks. So this sort of idea that she had to change and become beautiful is really kind of weird to happen now because again if she's bad cinderella because she's like a rebel and she rejects all of these things i want someone with like a moral backbone yeah to cheer for and it felt like she just completely lost hers and it it wasn't that she just rejected this because you know it was wrong she rejected this because she just wanted to be like not not like other girls and that that's yeah. a very empty character trait to have yes i agree so we could talk about the plot on and on so let's quickly wrap it up shall yeah. we very quickly mm-hmm. goes to the ball doesn't get to sebastian in time sebastian ends up kissing cinderella's one of cinderella's Step-sister. stepsisters then they are then are at the church are about at to the get church married. about to get married and then her stepsister that's is telling right. her yes. go run stop the wedding yes that's the other right. stepsister run stop the wedding i'm jealous of my sister for getting married stop this wedding right now exactly so then she runs to the wedding that's her thing and she gets the wedding she thinks she's too late but when she gets there she realizes that she's not what has gone on during this time of when cinderella's running to try and save sebastian Mm -hmm. the wedding did start to happen yeah but the wedding that we thought was going to happen never happened in fact prince charming comes back from the dead and comes from off stage which i like that i like like I'm here, biceps yeah. and, and pecs and all. And he comes and they almost forget. Who Sebastian is. Like, who's that man? Who Sebastian is. 
But also they forget Prince Charming has been missing in action. Nothing has gone wrong. Mm -hmm. And they just continue with their lives. What they find out, though, that Prince Charming is not who he says he is. He's actually gay Mm -hmm. and has found someone to marry. And so the wedding that we actually witness is the marriage between Prince Prince Charming Charming and his love. Yeah. Which, did he actually say a name? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think they he, gave him a name. I don't think he even spoke. No, at he all. didn't. Anyways. Um, so that happened. And then Cinderella comes. She hears the wedding bells and thinks, oh, the, the it's over. I've lost my chance. Yeah. And then she decides to run away. Right. And when she's uh, about to leave, she kind of sees that Prince Sebastian is like at her house and has the sort of slipper that she left because she left the slipper at the, the, the ball, running away from the ball, as in the original story. And she's like, wait, you're here. I thought you were married. And he's like, no, it wasn't me that got married. It was my brother. Just casually. Just casually. No questions asked. And then it's kind of like, oh, so you want to run away together? And so they're like kind of play fight a little bit like oh you can come if you want and then they kiss you know but that's the end that's the end of the that's where the curtain drops yes which is weird <laughs> anyway what we so- also didn't mention if it wasn't weird enough already is that the stepmom knows the queen and it was done in a very weird way where like after the stepmother hears and kind of sees interactions between sebastian and cinderella She's like, hmm, I'm not liking this. I want my daughters to be queen, not her. She goes to the queen, right? And says, hey, queen, I have some interesting information for you. Your son that's about to, you want to get married, was seen cavorting with my, like, handmaiden. And you would think, oh, no, she's, like, trying to stop this. And the queen is like, that's great. That's such a great story. I thought the masses are going to eat this up. And then um, she announces the stepmother's like, wait, no, no, it's bad Cinderella. Like, you hate her, right? And the queen is like, no, it's fine. Which is like weird because yeah everyone is supposed to hate cinderella why is she okay with this weird but again the stepmom's like nah 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 we're gonna make sure that they don't get married they don't need to be together i'm gonna blackmail you because i know who you really are yeah the reason why we're actually telling you this the relationship between the queen and the stepmom now is because i don't know about you but for me it felt like two different stories yes on the stage exactly and it's never resolved it's so weird which is fine. You could have two stories on stage. It's and interacting with each other, but it, it just didn't make sense. It, there were a lot of ideas thrown in. Thrown in. And it just makes my head hurt. Let's get, yeah. I Why just, don't we get into making your head hurt a little bit more and I actually just, get into what we didn't like about it. And it's not, it's not our opinion, what we're about to say. It's just things didn't make sense. The book book. is just so convoluted and confusing. As I said before, this universe doesn't make sense. I know that humans are weird and we have weird traits, but there is some consistency. Like there are values that a society has and this society is so whacked out. Is it that you value superficiality? Do you value status? Those can be the same things, but they're in, they're presented as different when you're talking about Prince Sebastian. Yeah. So it, it, it's weird. Are you okay with promiscuity or are you not? Either way is fine, but it's just not consistent. The evil stepmother goes to the queen and is trying to blackmail her. Essentially she's blackmailing her saying, I know how promiscuous you were. And in my mind, I'm like, why is that a big deal? Because everyone in this town is promiscuous and it's fine. Yeah. If it's fine, it's fine. If it's not, it's not. Like if everyone is already, you know, doing their thing and being with yeah. anyone they want to be and it's fine in the town, why would the queen care that the stepmother knows that? Who cares? I just didn't get it. 
I literally had, I was so confused by like the middle of act one where they're first talking about the bad relationship between the two mm-hmm. ladies. And it's just, they, you, you, they hate each other, but you don't know why. I don't know why. I need to know a reason. Like, why? They both keep do saying, a flashback. I know who you are. And it's like, who, who are they? Are yeah. they going to tell us? And they never do. That's the thing. They don't. The way it's resolved is just the, the, after, you know, Cinderella and Sebastian, Sebastian doesn't get married to her daughter. The evil stepmother is like, Hey, you didn't, you didn't, you were not done our deal. And the queen is like, okay, um, guard, take this peasant away. And then it's done. Yeah. Which I just didn't get why need to be taken away. Why the stepmom had to like, it was unnecessary. It was, it changed so confusing. It really did. Cause I would, I would say maybe if the queen was like, if Sebastian went to the queen and said, no, I want to marry Cinderella. And the queen was like, no, you can't maybe it would show that you're, you know your her arm is yeah. being pulled that isn't what happened like he winds up kissing the stepsister because the stepsister goes into him anyways yeah. that was the rule it had nothing to do with anything else yeah and can i just make a note i i have to say this i have to of say course. this there so many ballads there were so many yeah there were so many there were, I think, I counted four, where it's like, Bad Cinderella has, I think, two or three ballads. Prince Sebastian has two. Yes. You, no, this isn't a drama. You don't need that many ballads. I zoned out. I was like, I'm out. I, I, I love musicals, obviously. But if you're singing consistently, it is a little bit hard to understand. Unless you're seeing Les Mis. Like Les Mis, you know what you're getting yourself into. Bad Cinderella, 95% of the time was song. And it was a little and bit of opera. It was unnecessary. But it wasn't necessary. Like that could have been. It was subs- exhausting. Yeah. It's I exhausting to hear ballad after ballad. It's like, I'm pretty sure there were ballads back to back at one point. Yeah, they were. And I was like, why? You don't need that. And again, if again, if Bad Cinderella, again, I want you to commit. If Bad Cinderella is this sort of kooky, shallow, bubblegum pink sort of show, yeah. make it that. Yes. It's not this like dreary, I need to woe is me, sing about my life constantly. I don't know. I understand Cinderella has an unfortunate life. Yeah. It was like two different shows and you couldn't make up your mind. I feel like the set was also lacking because there's like this turning thing. They use that in every single scene. I'm sorry. Hamilton is the only one that could use that. Because they use it well. They use it well. They use it to move the story along. Like, I feel like that turntable, all all Hamilton needed to do was have the satisfied number yeah. where things move backwards to to legitimize that turning thing. I was like, I, you're, I'm sold. Yeah, I love it. This they use it when they're walking. They use it when they're singing a ballad. They're using it when they're like trying to like sneak around. It's like, oh, okay, we get it. We know you have this turning thing. Is that all you got? Like it's it their was gym, annoying. It's their gym membership. It's the actor's gym membership. Such a you're going on the treadmill. It was infuriating like them singing a ballad and constantly like moving around i was i can't i was was getting getting seasick honestly yeah i'm getting dizzy thinking about it right now it was just so unnecessary it was you know what also was unnecessary Hmm. the actual pillars that cinderella stood on what were they i don't know (laughs) but what were they but the thing is Cinderella stood her ground at the beginning and was like, doesn't matter about looks. Yep. You know, I'm going to be a rebel and be like, I can still get away with stuff and have fun, enjoy, enjoy my life. All of a sudden, when she realizes when she goes to visit the fairy godmother that she needs to look pretty and that's how she's going to have a good life, completely 180 flip of what she was originally believing. And, and then chooses to get mad at Sebastian because he doesn't recognize you because I don't know who would. And is like, see, you're just like everyone else. And it's like, no, you're like everyone else. That's yeah. the problem. Yes. 
I have a proposal for you. Oh, okay. You ready? Yes. I'm going to tell you how I think Cinderella should have gone. I can tell you already it's going to be better. Bad Cinderella should <laughs> Maybe Edra Lloyd Webber, take notes. Oh, it's out of Let me know also. what you think, okay? So Bad Cinderella starts off with the classic Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. We all love. It could have still followed the same sort of style of town, music, all of that. Mm-hmm. It could still have had the friendship between Sebastian and Cinderella. Mm-hmm. It still could have had the fact that Prince Charming Thanks. was gone. Yeah. They could have just said he went missing with instead of missing in action, he went missing or he went off to the war or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, which would would explain his disappearance or would it make you wonder where he is? Exactly, okay? So I'm not sitting there for an hour and a half thinking, where is he? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then the ball comes up. Mm -hmm. It's still the proposal of the queen saying we need to make sure we get some some sort of line to the throne, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like all of that. Then she goes to the fairy godmother. The fairy godmother is still the villain. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where bad Cinderella occurs. The villain turns Cinderella into a nicer version of herself Mm -hmm. on the outside, but on the inside she becomes this horrible rebel that is mistreating everyone yeah that is rude to everyone how an ill-behaved child behaves got it now the problem is her mission she needs to fall in love with that could be anyone that could be sebastian it could be herself Mm-hmm. But she has to learn how to love someone mm-hmm. and someone has to love her back despite what she is like on the inside. Mm-hmm. Because really, looks don't matter now. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, changing someone's heart, okay? Which is a better message. Now, she has to do it by the strike of midnight. Mm-hmm. That obviously doesn't happen, mm-hmm. okay? So she is stuck. Now, she realizes that she is in love with Sebastian. This is Cinderella. But she can't change Sebastian's Mm -hmm. mind like she can't force Sebastian to love her Mm -hmm. so she again goes to the church runs to the church to try and stop the wedding between Sebastian and her stepsister so then it still continues and then she realizes she does love him and Sebastian loves her and the fairy godmother reverses everything back to what she looked like with a good heart Mm -hmm. and the story (laughs) continues I feel like that would make sense to make Bad Cinderella just like a bad person. I feel like again yeah. that I haven't seen that done. So again, it's changing the story, which yeah. I mean, it should have been done in the first place. Um, and I think it tells a, a better message of just like Bad Cinderella. Now the message is so like cloudy. It's not like okay, be be beautiful, but but don't be beautiful. Give up your morals, but don't. I don't know. But at least with that, it's like okay, you can be entranced and sort of distracted by wanting to be like have an outer beauty. But what is the most important is inner beauty yeah see i should be writing this book <laughs> Adrian lloyd weber if you're out there and you want to do a bad cinderella 3.0 contact do me. you think they'll give a money for it at this point i don't know I don't with know. my story they might i might it would be better how could this story have been better I, there's multitude of ways yeah multitude. i agree i have one i have a idea okay continue make bad cinderella likable can we make cinderella likable because that again too much to ask that is too much to ask i don't like was I supposed to like her at any point in the show? Because I didn't. Yeah. Like her whole attitude of better than now makes me like you less than the 
townspeople. Like the townspeople are at least aware. They know they're shallow. They don't care. But you think you're better and you're not. Yes. That's sad. And you also don't treat Sebastian very well. Like she's sort of, I've been accused of being sassy. I know I'm sassy, but I'm at least nice. And like people that I uh, care about, you know, well, listen, people that I care <laughs> about know that I care about them. Sebastian was, she was like kind of berating him constantly. She was a bit rude to him. She was really rude all the time. And it's like Veiled is just like, she's joking, but it's like the way that like teenagers are rude and are like, you know, the mean girls in your school who are really rude, yeah. you know, but they're like, I'm just joking. I'm actually nice. That was Cinderella. I didn't like her at any point in the show. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like rooting for them not to be together. I was like, no, go away. Go away. I I agree. So here's the thing too with Bad Cinderella. And we'll get into it very quickly because we're almost running out of time. The singing and the acting and the dancing. I would say the best person that was in that show, no kidding, was Sebastian. Yes. he His singing was eh, in the beginning. It got better though. I'll give him, it got better. It was incredible by the I, end. I believed him. I believe yeah. his voice like it wasn't straining it was good another thing to note as well they said that she was the first latina cinderella mm -hmm. where are all my selena haters out there <laughs> excuse me <laughs> there is a girl called selena gomez and she did a cinderella movie <laughs> she is latina <laughs> So they couldn't say that. <sighs> I didn't know why they did. I think it's because she was the first Cinderella like on Broadway. On Broadway, perhaps. yeah. But I had a little Somebody issue because I was like, what about Selena Gomez? Oh, hello. So speaking of Selena Gomez's Cinderella story, mm -hmm. let me ask you this very quickly. Yeah. What is your favorite Cinderella story? Oh, I know. Okay. No question. Don't even got to think about it for a second. The 1998 Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney Houston. Uh, that was my jam. Listen, I had that on VHS. Yes, I did. <laughs> Do you remember what a VHS I was? do, because I played that one <laughs> all the time. I would play it, watch it, rewind it, play it again. Yeah. I was, I loved it. I mean, it's Whitney Houston. Her voice is amazing. Yeah. You have Whoopi Goldberg in there. You have Jason Alexander from Seinfeld randomly. I know. The, the music is superb. It's like the original Rodgers and Hammerstein music. Yeah. Um, Brandy is great. She's so sweet and kind. I believe she's reprising her role as Cinderella I, in the new Descendants movie. I love that so and she's going to be Cinderella. I, I love it. And yeah. she's great in the prints in that movie. Just, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Just so good. And the, the costumes were great. Oh, my God. I love that movie. And it was just the sort of like colorblind casting was just gorgeous. Like the whole movie was gorgeous. Yeah. I loved it. It's, it's timeless. I listen to that all the time. That's yes. my favorite. What about you? Well, I've already mentioned it. Oh, yeah, you have. Got a Selena Gomez. Selena Another Gomez. Gomez story. With Drew Seeley. We, I have <laughs> respect for Drew. We got to give Drew his flowers because that man is the reason why everyone loves High School Musical. Oh, my God. That's why we love Another Cinderella Story. And that's why we love Cheetah Girls, too, because that song, Dance With Me song, fire. <laughs> Fire. Yes, I oh, High School Musical should be its own like episode because I love. Those we can totally movies. start. I want. Do you guys want us to review like movie musicals? I would totally be down for that. Oh yeah, like a musical. Oh, High at School home? Musical. I won't shut up. Oh my god. We need also, to do like a, a if, if theme. If week. like Broadway is bringing back, you know, sort of like movie to musicals and stuff, why haven't they done High School Musical yet? Because they did do it a, like years ago. But it wasn't, I don't think it was on Broadway. I don't know why that hasn't been. But done. if they're going to bring High School Musical back, they did it on Broadway, it would have to be so good. I and think it would be. They though. would have to sound like, they would have to do High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. So have three years in the same building, which would be great to see the theater transform from mm. one two to three mm -hmm. and you would have to sound like Zac Efron you would have to sound like Vanessa no, Hudgens. No, Drew Seeley. You'd well, have to sound like Drew Seeley. But Drew Seeley was only High School Musical 1. I know that's what I'm saying. High School Musical 1. 
Yes. And then Zach Efron. And Vanessa Hudgens, Miss Ashley Tisdale, Monique <laughs> Coleman, you know, I feel like Corbin Blue. Like, oh. I think it could be done. I, yes. I mean, if, if we've got Bad Cinderella, you know, I think we deserve something. Yes. And also, I like, deserve severance for this. The original Cinderella story with like Hilary Duff in mm. it, like, that's a good one that's too. One. But yeah, shout out to Selena Gomez for the original. I say the original Latina Cinderella. Um, so let's quickly, before time is up, quickly rate. What would you, can we actually even rate it by actors, you know, theater, or should we just do an overall rating? Because I could do an overall rating. I could do an overall as well. Because I think um, it's just like a, yeah. I don't I don't see anything that was like, oh, that was a little bit better. It was just a... So what would you rate it? A two. Yeah, I would say one and a half, two. Two stars. It's not so, very original. It's not very enjoyable. The costumes aren't that inspired. Yeah. Um, the set is whatever. Yeah. All right. So if you guys want to see it, we were actually able to see it pretty cheap, Hannah. Um, yeah, we got orchestra seats this time. Yes, we did. So you can do rush tickets. There's $30 rush tickets and that gets you like sort of mezzanine. And then it's 50 dollar rush tickets which are orchestra so you can go we went in like 30 minutes before our show time yeah we feel with the yeah with the ratings the show is getting it's not very well attended so it's actually pretty easy to get tickets to go see it's if you not gonna see, be on broadway for long so if you, if you want to see this like this thing well if you do let us know what you think of the show let or... us know your bad cinderella experience <laughs> yeah. and let us know what you think yeah, it'll be great to hear your comments. Obviously, this is what we think of Bad Cinderella, but we'd love to hear what you guys think. And it'll also be interesting to see Tony Awards, whether it'll even get anything. That's another thing that I'm looking forward to seeing. But I don't think it's going to. So I guess on that note, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. Yes. Unfortunately, we could give you an episode of really positive reviews, but I hope that it has given you some clarity as to what we think about it. But thanks for joining, guys. As always, we love that you guys can listen in. And thank you so much, guys, because we couldn't do this without you. Yes. We love doing this for you guys. So. so we can't wait to see you at the next episode. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. Bye.